<laughs> no. You know what's so funny? It's like this meeting is being live streamed and your choices are leave meeting or got it. Could you imagine? <laughs> I'm like, sorry. No. It's happened uh, before. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Or somebody just thought, well, somebody thought you had to leave the meeting to join it. Oh. <laughs> Okay. Oh, that, no. that, that sounds like something I might do. That's an interesting choice. <laughs> okay, there we go. Oh, cool. It's working. Oh. Yay. All right. Now we're waiting on uh, Miss Tardy Pants. <laughs> it's it's fashionably late. Fa fashionably, fashionably late. Fashionably late, darling. Don't worry, darling. It's fashionably late. Here, let's see. <laughs> I can text her. Oh, you also, you're also both in polka dots. Oh my god. Oh, you, <laughs> Liz. Yeah, I know. Which I did and we didn't recording. There was no memo even. Uh I'm just gonna try texting Alice. Actually, we all really go together since you're in Blackmare. Yeah. Nice. If Alice comes on in yellow. Oh yes. That'd be amazing. Energy. I thought you were going to say if Alice comes on and yells at us. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. Should I not text her? Okay. Why does it have a, a thing at the top? It's a metal oh. straw. I'm, I'm going full Brooklyn right now. I'm drinking homemade mint tea out of a mason jar with a metal straw with a silicone top on the top. And it's so you don't bite down on the metal straw. Oh, I love you don't that. Don't ruin your tea. That's a good idea. Right? That's awesome. All right, let's let's see if we're an issue else. cleaning those things. Right, it, I want one of those. And want, okay. Uh, it, I don't know if this is clean. I don't know. It was uh. in the drawer. <laughs> <sighs> I have a little uh, like plastic scrubber thing that I put inside of the straws when I have to use those. So I'm super anal about that. Oh, oh there's yeah, me too. Is she coming? She's here. Yes. Look at that yeah. picture. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's a good picture. It really is. Now watch, she's not gonna use her camera. That would be hilarious. She's zooming in. Oh, there she is. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Windows. Sharing your background. <laughs> Stop. What the fuck? Okay, I, I, got it, I, got it, I 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 got it, Right? <gasps> oh, it's darkness. Whoa, what the fuck is going on? That's one version of you. <laughs> I already finished my tea, God. Oh, man. <laughs> <sighs> there, there she is. is. There she is. Boom. <laughs> she made it. Look at Alice her. is here. I hate it. Before. I I I panicked because I heard um I heard I like looked at my calendar and this said this was in person. And so I was like, do I need to go somewhere? Oh yeah. Color is freaking me out. Where are you, Colorado? Tyler? Oh yeah. I was about to say that'd yeah. be a really fun last minute. Hey guys, I'm in LA. We're doing this, right? Like we're sunset. Or I or you're in Colorado and I'm like rushed driving the airport at like 90 miles an hour. Oh my god! Like, like speeding over the medians. Like, I'd feel I gotta so go to Colorado now. <laughs> it's in person. Are you going to Patience? 
Very funny. I need to go to Denver. Both hands on the, on the, when you go to buy the ticket window, like in front of the line, I gotta go now. (laughs) Uh, We got everybody here. This is awesome. Um, I want to say really quick, like, thank you for all of you, you know, for coming back and joining the show for this awesome reunion. I think I brought it up in like April or something. Now we're in the beginning of the season two mid-season return. How first, before we dive into all that stuff, how was everyone's summer? So good. Did a lot of travel. Um, went and saw family, friends. I'm going to see Mayor next week. Yeah. Ooh. And uh, other than that, just, just enjoying the time off, but as an actor, trying not to have anxiety about not working. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, hate it. No matter how successful you are, I think you always have anxiety about not working. <laughs> I've been smoking a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Is that black tar heroin and tobacco, Alice? Is that like a little, little it's, a, it's her own special, it's her own special combo. <laughs> it's a blend. It's a blend. What I do is I get the leaf clippings. <laughs> The resin. It's so crazy to oh, actually to turn these up. I'm still still collecting some of my smoker's voice. Um, yeah, like any time off as an actor is like so so riddled with anxiety that like what's the point? You're just like <laughs> the moment. Like my boyfriend is on tour right now. Garrett Garrett Lang. Everybody probably here knows. Ooh. And uh, he's on tour, and I was like so excited for him to get out of here obviously so I could like starfish in the bed <laughs> and he left and I was like oh I'm gonna die alone immediately I'm so <laughs> I am irrelevant and I am a fraud it was just like instant the second the door goes clink, like, yeah. <laughs> you're like it's all over I can't huh. you're like bye he shuts the door you just scream crying the second the door closes <laughs> like don't worry about me I'll be back. <laughs> yeah immediately <laughs> Well, I dealt with my existential crisis by taking a little plane ride over to the UK and bebopping around. I saw some great theater. I, I'd never been to London, so I I went and walked the streets of London. I walked like 70 miles, over 70 miles in a week, saw everything that I could see on my feet. It was really, really cool. Went to Scotland, um, saw some puffins. Live. <laughs> I feel like maybe Liz, maybe I feel like you're the only person who would maybe have seen puffins. Do they have puffins in I, the I, West? I don't I mean I think of them as something like further north, but yeah, I'd honestly I'd have to ask Tim because like I'll forget stuff. And he'll be like, okay. Don't you remember that time we like raised a puffin family? And I'll be like, No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> How could you forget our puffin family? Well, they're really, really cute. And I took a lot of pictures of them that will live on my phone and die on my phone. But it was a really, it was a good trip. Oh, it's like you yeah. Yay. The very, very end. Just hmm? the very, very, can you mention the very end, you know, on, on the bench? Oh my God. Okay. Very quickly. So the last night we were in England, we, I was like, we have to stay in Notting Hill because I don't care. <laughs> Notting Hill is a perfect film and Julia Roberts is an absolute delight in everything she does. And mm-hmm. I love Notting Hill. And so I was like, I want to stay in Notting Hill. Actually, Alice and I got into a weird, like 
90s Nora Ephron movie watching phase at the end of and uh, at the end of last season. Yeah. Anyway, um, so we got this place in Notting Hill and then I had a last minute callback for a, a project and I was like, no, Danny, we have to you have to get me off book for this because I have to do this thing. And I'm, and I'm like, Oh God, how are we going to get it done? And how are we going to zoom? And where am I going to zoom? And then he like looks at me and he goes, we're doing the movie Notting Hill, (laughs) Notting Hill. And I was like, Oh my God, this is as close to Julia Roberts as I'm ever going to (laughs) get. And then we sat on a bench. Then we sat on a bench like they do at the end of Notting Hill. And it was really cute. Aww. That's it. <laughs> okay. that's awesome. Thank you. Kudos to Danny for having that much of a um like a being that well versed in Notting Hill. The Nora Ephron 90s, like you know what I mean, rom com. Mm-hmm. I want to say it's a vernacular. <laughs> and <laughs> I think Danny speaks it, and I think that's really important. He does. <laughs> if, out of all summer, Liz. Yeah. What? How's oh. your summer? Oh, um, I spent, I mean, quite honestly, is it, can anyone see me? Um, I yes. spent a lot of it being very nervous about, I'm such a loser. Like Meredith's like, I went all over the UK and I'm like, I was nervous about getting on a plane. Um, that's what I did this summer. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was nervous about heading down to San Diego because, uh, some of us, uh, went and did Comic-Con there, but, um, no, it's been beautiful here. We are in our, I think, third heat wave. So it's about 90 degrees here, which is a heat wave for here because we don't have air conditioning around here much in Vancouver. Um, but no, I'm happy. Just had a little getaway, as we were talking about earlier, with my guy. And then we're going to go away soon again and just try and enjoy the heck out of the summer. Nice. And P.S., I have to give kudos to Liz because, like, having COVID anxiety is one thing, but going to Comic-Con with COVID anxiety, because you're like, imagine having any anxiety at all, and everyone's dressed like a demon from another planet. Everyone's dressed like a demon, and they may actually kill you. Um, Yeah, it's really crazy. So I was really proud of Lizzie there. Oh, thanks, sweetheart. No, we we were all amazed that we did not get COVID, because there were a lot of people there. Yeah, it, it was re- really weird. I'm surprised none of you picked up COVID for like the biggest Comic Con in was, the world. Well, they it wasn't were, the biggest, people had to wear masks. It wasn't Sorry, the San ahead, Diego's though. biggest Comic Con ever. You know, it was still a little bit scaled back. But um, yeah, I think that because of the fact that every person who was like there to do whatever our level of press was, um, not that big of a deal, but you know big deal uh was like had to be tested and do the whole rigmarole we were yeah. only really around those people pretty much so i think that helped us but it was cr- yeah. i was like how did we escape so i don't know yeah anyway well, there, there's our covid story there's ah, the answer yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what I said, anyway, that was summer. <laughs> yeah. I know. It's like we're all hanging out and you're here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you that's the vibe of a waiter who's really trying to take our order because he doesn't want to be stuck at this table anymore. And we're like, oh my God, totally. And that's the, and you're like, okay, the waters. 
so yeah. the spe- the special um specials are oh, cool cool i'll just keep standing here i mean ironically enough i'm no longer a waiter yeah so left that uh Congrats. for the stability yes. of the entertainment industry yeah oh yeah super stable oh love it no anxiety whatsoever uh, the last time we talked you were like debating so very yeah very- for you I, I i took the leap and now uh you know seeing what booking a lot of stuff here uh coming into the fall late summer that kind Yay. of thing so that's going to be great but uh this was at the top of my list for things to do and i uh, alice i went into it going okay there's four of them there's one of you I have a couple questions here and there but just sit back and you know just <laughs> see what happens i don't i don't, I don't know if, if alice is you know like plugged into a microphone you are now co-host of the podcast. <laughs> Welcome back to Pretend World's Real People. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm expecting you to get up at some point and just like, just like walk in, come, come back with a coffee 20 minutes later. Like, so anyway. Like, oh, did Liz leave? Okay, <laughs> yeah, I guess I missed that. She's gone. <laughs> well, she's I'm gone. glad everybody had a kick-ass summer. You all went traveling. Even if you had anxiety, you did some stuff to kind of get yourself out of the house go, you know, do something different, go see someplace different, mimic accents, Meredith, wink, uh, which by the way, really quick, what was so the, like your favorite accent you do it. mimicked? Do it, do it, do it. Uh, well, all right. So there's so many Scottish dialects and they're like really intense. Some of them are really hard. And when they talk really fast, it's like hard to catch them. And then depending on where in Scotland you are, there's more of a brogue or less of a brogue. Anyway, I did, I did, I mean, you know, yeah. The Scottish, the Scottish are really fun to mimic because it's like yeah. you're just like what, what? I can never, I can never get this like the the applause thing happening at the right time. But this is what I meant to do. Didn't hear it. Right? No, no, no one can hear anything. Is that like Always a jazz applause, like fingers rubbing. Love yeah, love the emperor's love new applause. Silent applause. Is the new thing. Nice. New thing. Why? <laughs> I'm going to be working on this for applause. a while, guys. So just check, check back. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> back. Well, I will say I watched the season premiere last week uh, when it came up. As always, I'm, you guys know I'm a huge fan of the show, huge fan of all of you. But I don't think my girlfriend and I have laughed that hard all summer than the one episode of the show. Like, I, without any spoilers for what's coming up in you know, the rest of season two. Can you guys think back on a, a memory without, you know, like dialogue or script beats where you just could not stop laughing? So I'm sure you guys are constantly laughing every single day. Oh, I can think of something. Um, when we were all at a certain location around water and Judy was in the water and she kept saying, what was it? Like, it stinks. But she kept laughing every time she would say it. She was trying to say it different ways. She would say, it stinks. And then she would crack herself up. And then she'd be like, it stinks. And she could not stop laughing. And then we all started laughing to the point where when she would say the line, we were off camera trying really hard not to ruin her take. So, yeah. I'm so sad I didn't get to be there on that day. I know. That looked like a hilarious scene and then mm-hmm. Jen on Twitter I think apologized to the director and was like I am so sorry I was yeah that would but that was, was one of those in the script when you read it you're like okay <laughs> like that's gonna be amazing <laughs> you know when we got it on the day but yeah that I wasn't there so I still yeah neither confirm nor deny that it was funny 
<laughs> I have a fond memory of the pilot, the very first day that I worked one-on-one -on -one with Alan. And he's like doing all this improv with body parts, like intestines, brain. It was just ongoing. And it was my first time doing one-on-one. -on -one. We had done a scene with the sheriff and Deputy Liv when the body's like in the cold and we had done the scene with Alice while we were dancing in the bar, but this was my first time, just me and him. Yeah. And it was so hard, so hard <laughs> to get through it because he just kept doing the weirdest shit <laughs> with the intestines and the brain pulling out. Um, at one point he almost went to eat the, the intestines, I think yeah. like sausage, like it just, it was hilarious. And I thought, oh God, Oh God, I'm in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the hardest thing I think too, is when you have a line that is like somebody's ad-libbing and you don't know they're going to ad-lib and you're yes. waiting for them to deliver their line. So Mare got me because I was doing the, um, there's a scene from, that was in the previous, uh, front part of season two. And there's like, was that the Halloween Halloween? Okay. Halloween. I can say Halloween. Don't worry. Halloween. I can say Halloween. <laughs> anyway, you, you said the thing to the little bee about fuck the um blind melon video and i didn't know you were gonna do a joke i'm standing waiting to walk up because there's these like adorable little like children who are waiting to go to the door um uh kate opens the door and says like you know oh you guys look so cute and she's saying something and then she was gonna say something like an ad lib i guess i didn't know this was coming and she's like oh yeah the blind, the blind melon video, forget it. Like it was just so like, I wasn't expecting it. And the stupid little kids are just like, it was amazing. They didn't get it. It was over the, they didn't get it. And I was, so, and I were so ready for them to not get it that you were just like. <laughs> the disappointment was real. My, my funny, my funny memory is actually of you, Alice, which is, I cannot tell you the context actually of this memory, oh. but I, I will say, because it, it's uh, I will say this is there is a scene where a bunch of people are around and during someone else's coverage, Alice was like, uh, said <sighs> just unexpectedly was like ad libbed and was like, I have a question and then said, how do you do it? <laughs> in this way, that I was have like told this story in another interview and like that doesn't make it in and i didn't realize until you told me about it later that it wasn't my coverage so like in my memory it's all on me and it wasn't that's what got me is i i laughed when you did it and you broke me and then i laughed even harder when i realized that you had done this funny crazy like face how do you do it when it wasn't even your coverage like it wasn't even going to be used you just did it to tickle us which made me laugh even harder <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I the scenes like, we laugh the most, I think, are when when the, the most amount of us are together in a room, you know, when you get everybody because the energy just goes like we get really giddy when we get to all be together, you know, especially with COVID when we're not doing stuff, we're not hanging out, we're not doing like press junkets together. So like when we get to be all in a scene together and we get to like play off each other's energy and everyone's together, it's can, did I say together? We're together. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. not, not separate. Okay. I, I think you're not understanding. We're not together. Getting it. <laughs> sure. Alice, can you, can you clarify that one more time? No, you're, listen, you're okay. Everybody just turn off your mics. <laughs> <laughs> Alice, is that a sewing machine? Listen, this guy right here and I, <laughs> Oh baby. 
Oh, baby, we put them together. You need something soon? Uh, sure. Yeah, I'll call you. Okay, send me them. Send me them pants. I can hem them. I'll send. I'll send you my pants. Send, UPS. This is where I, I hem Garrett's pants because you know he's not real tall. I he's just, not real tall, and he's kind of got out in the road, right? It's pretty. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, go ahead, Sarah. Um, I texted Elizabeth after last week's episode and I had an epiphany that we are both dealing with idiots. Now, I love you, Sheriff Mike, and I love you, Harry. But after that fucking run on monologue about a frozen gun and a bullet that would melt it, I was like, oh, my God, <laughs> Elizabeth and I are the same person right now. <laughs> we are dealing. I told her, I was like, I really want to see us have a conversation in the future about like, can you believe he did this? No, wait, he did this. <laughs> Look, it's true. I feel like you constantly are dealing with the ultimate improver, Liz, even more than Alan. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. All of it. Yes. No, it's always like full on. Oh God. He's so funny. Corey is so funny. Anyway, Corey just gets going in scenes and he usually has monologues anyway, but he will like have come up with like his own sort of like sub monologue attached to the monologue. And I'm just sitting there like not knowing what he's about to say and killing myself laughing. But yes, back to Sarah's point. Our characters are dealing with two big children, basically. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Which is kind of a trope <laughs> in comedies. It's always like the woman is like, oh, here he goes again. <laughs> and then the guy gets to be like, go, 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 you know. And I think our show is it, it's really fun to be on our show as women because like it it more often than not, we get to break through that, you know. And like, I think especially with season two for Sarah, it's like yeah we're the the writers realize chris realized like okay we can't write this person into having a one-sided constant personality thing where they just only have to straight man this clown so we're like growing gradually out of that i think and it's getting nicer i think the scene with like um when you and when you and Corey pretended to be married and you like one upped him at the end, we're starting to like bust that open. Oh, that's such yeah. a good thing. That was fun. That was that scene. a two, 201, 202? Yeah, that's top of the. I don't know when anything was. I think that's true. <laughs> As a viewer of the show, I think that was yeah. in 201. Thank you. Oh, wow. all right, Tyler. Oh, and I'll have a, some. Can we have some more bread? Oh yeah. Uh, more I'm sorry. Did you have a gluten uh, intolerance? I I can't quite remember which one of you. Yes, it's me. Meredith. Yeah. I did tell you oh. that at the top. I did tell you that when I ordered. I did. I did mention that. Oh, God, yeah. I'm so I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And, uh, let me go back you, to the. Yeah. And could she you remember to not to put nut? garlic in in Sarah's food? Right. No garlic, no garlic, garlic in, in Sarah's oh, food. Um, garlic. Have to the, put garlic uh, in my food though. If you don't, if I get garlic, any anything without garlic, so you have to put it. In, miss in the in the polka dot shirt um uh, you said uh, paprika extra paprika uh, no paprika um, uh, me because there's two of us in polka oh my yeah, goodness there's uh, two it's my it's my second pokas. night uh so. the, 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 hot water with lemon and honey absolutely for free yeah, yeah. <laughs> and i think we'll take a different waiter for the table I'm getting five lemons squeezed carcass out, please. Thank you. Five lemons. <laughs> carcass like out. A, <laughs> My favorite thing to do bird. is like, 
Um, yeah, I think we'll take a different waiter for the table. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. That is when yeah. you walk away from your job. Yeah, I was gonna uh, ask you, do you feel that way with Levi, too? Because I feel like he seems to have absurd moments on the show where you're constantly straight manning. Oh, for sure. There, there's there's moments of like the um, after the play when he's like, yeah, like he just doesn't get it. And, you know, he's like, yeah, no, we'll do it again next year with just more yeah. more. We'll do more. And uh, there's that moment where I just the, the take they picked <laughs> was one version where I'm just like, you know, I'm short circuiting, <laughs> trying to figure out why he doesn't understand this. <laughs> And eventually just give up and I'm like, okay, all right. All right. Great. That's where we're at today. So yeah, I think, I think it's similar to similar vibe. And, and Liz, I know we only have like, we literally have two minutes left with you. So yeah. I want to ask you really quick, what are you most excited about for this, this next season or next, next the, the final this, this, part of season two of resident alien? I am so excited because the, and not to sound like, but people are like, you guys, this is the craziest season ever. But there is, there is so much, it is so jam packed. And there are so many cool things that happen with so many of the characters. I literally, I can't wait to see it myself. And I can't wait for everyone else to see it. I, I know that might sound vague, but like, there's a lot going on, Tyler, is what I'm saying. Yeah. It's like a I should be like really excited, like really yes. excited for it. You should be super excited. I mean, that's that's already happening. And I, uh, while we She's have you wrong. on the mic mm. before mm -hmm. you go, before we do your awkward goodbye, yeah, answer this one question that I will ask everybody uh, eventually, but came up in the chat. What is your favorite pizza? Since Harry loves pizza, what is your go-to pizza? Um, this is really embarrassing. So I'm sorry, everyone. Can <laughs> I? I don't know what has been my issue in the last couple of years, but my favorite pizza is just pizza with green peppers. Oh, hey, that's, so nice. that's hey, not hey. weird at all. Hey. It's so boring, though. I know. Oh, no, green, green peppers. Green peppers go well with pizza. Loyal, yeah. okay. Loyal peppers. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You're gonna, you're gonna sign off, and we're gonna be like, Jesus. Jesus. You hear that? Green peppers. Green peppers. What's happening? Oh my god. <laughs> oh, oh Liz, we miss you already. I know. I know. I'm sorry. She I'm only sorry. had a half hour because she's super busy. Stay. I, no, I have a table read, and they pulled they pulled the time by half an hour. So I thought I was going to be able to do everything, and I oh. can't. So I'm so sorry. That's all. But right. it was read nice that. to see you all. Read that yeah. I'm glad Shortly you, you came bye back. Bye bye, Are you? Do you have time for an awkward goodbye? Uh, an awkward goodbye. Um, yeah. Sure, I can't. Do you want me to I count you down? No, what's that? That's not Tyler. <laughs> Who have I? I am so sorry. I'm so sorry. Um, okay, goodbye. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Did you hear the laughter? No. It's you silent. can hear that? What the fuck is going on? Oh, I know what it is. I know what it is. I know what it is. Fix it and then give me my clapping retroactively, please. Dude, yes. I know, honestly. Because <laughs> I want okay. Just that one hair on the ear, yeah, babe. That's what it is. This yeah. would be a great SNL bit as a DJ. 
that is like not projecting their sounds to the crowd, but can hear it in their headphones. Yeah. It was really like, <laughs> any requests? We want to hear literally anything. Uh, Tyler, all right. Thank you for having us do this because not that we don't love the boys, but whenever we do group settings, it's always with them. And it's like, ugh, you know, like love that we can just be with the girls. You know, And all the questions oh, yeah. are like, Alan, Alan, <laughs> you know, What's it like to be the best? <laughs> what, I can your... fill in for Alan if you want. It's not going to be Alan. Do you like great. pizza? Call me. What's your what? What kind of underwear are you in? What's the what? What's the texture? Was it was Alan, it soft? Do you like soft? Do you believe in aliens? My numbers. Tell me your number. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, you know Alan, what, I... Alan. Alan, like what? Like, what do you think? Like, what? Like, Alan, Alan, like, what? What do you think, like, my rising sign is? Like, if you had to guess. This next one's for Alan. Do you like, like, um, like, do you like titty? (laughs) (laughs) No one does that. No, no one's done that. I call maybe somebody has. There was some truth to that. Somebody has one day, one time. Probably his wife would probably have stories, I'm sure. (laughs) Oh, that's so tight. Actually, I love that. I love that for us. Well, I love having you guys on the show because like even before the the ladies night episode came about, it was just so much fun seeing that. Uh, I mean, quote unquote, supporting characters of a show because, you know, they, ad- they always advertise it for that lead character. But I feel like you guys give so much more to the show that it wouldn't be nearly as like heartfelt and humorous if it was just Alan and maybe like one or two other people like you are full-fledged characters and you bring so much to it so when i initially reached out it was like a you know i i want to just sit down hear your story talk to you but now that i'm getting you all together i'm regretting every single facet of that decision because it's just constant interruptions especially from alice and her sound effects it's just it's the worst actually one second i could just go in here no i was just playing into your bit (laughs) I still can't get it to fucking work. Well, uh, the question needs to be passed over to you, to the rest of you. Uh, what is your favorite pizza? Favorite pizza. Your favorite pizza. But uh, you can't pick the one with green yeah, peppers. I'll just get this right out of the way. <laughs> Here we go. Which is look, <laughs> much, much to the sadness and dismay of me and everyone around me. I haven't had pizza in... Unless I've made it, which doesn't qualify for pizza, because yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. Fine, fine. People want to know. People want to know it's possible. My favorite pizza is an almond flour crust pizza that I make myself, and I use freaking like baking soda and apple cider vinegar as the leavening agent, and then I top that shit with some nutritional yeast and some fresh basil, and I put some tomatoes on there, and like it's like a full like green pepper, mushrooms, onions. The full McGillicuddy, a a shit ton of marinara sauce, and it's always soggy in the middle, and I love it. (laughs) Ah, always soggy in the middle. Yes. (laughs) Oh man, great job. The shit works, you know. I mean, like it's. I don't. Alan and Meredith have like similar levels of food. Yeah, that's true. Specialty. And I like Meredith about it because you always make it a bit and fun for everybody else. Like you always make a little one act play about how, <laughs> how horrible I am. <laughs> it literally it becomes this little tiny like moment from like I don't know I don't want to say Woody Allen movie but 
No, when I, when I greet waiters, I'm always like, since we're talking about waiters a lot, I'm always like, they're like, so, um, what, what can we get you? And I'm like, Hey, hi, it's me. I'll just go ahead and start because, um, I'm the nightmare. I'm the bad one. I'm the nasty one. Uh, I can't eat anything. All the fun stuff on your menu. I can't yeah. have it. I'm so sorry. You're going to hate. It's about getting in front of it. Yeah. Meredith, does this look familiar when you're greeting the waiter? Yeah. Uh, no. Yes. They're so nice. And they're like, she, and she's <laughs> like, oh, and by the way, I'd like a thing of your spit on the side. And if you don't want to put it on the side, don't tell me about it. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> if it's That's, in it, great. That pizza sounds awesome though. Like I would, will try to make it. It's probably not going to come out well, but. It never uh, does. It never does. <laughs> what about Alice and Sarah? What's your favorite pizza? Um. I'm the one. I'm the one who puts pineapples on it. This is a big debate. Big debate. People are really upset out there about people who put pineapples on their pizza, but I'm the one. I gotta go. <laughs> pineapples, mushroom, spinach, every time. And I need a side of ranch. That is the Midwest girl in me. <laughs> need to dip my crust in ranch. And let me tell you something. Vancouver does not have ranch. Every time I no. ask, like, would you like garlic Parmesan sauce? And I'm like, that is not what I asked. Thank you so you much. Put some thyme in some milk. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> literally Jenna who plays Judy bought me ranch mix like, make myself in Vancouver because we she could put some old Bay spice and some half and half. Hey, okay. hmm. I you it. know what? No. <laughs> oh man. You know, I've, I've got a jar of mayonnaise. Eh? You can have that. You can have that. Oh no, it's actually, it's past the date. Hey. Um, so I, I like deep, there's this place called dough box in LA, except I shouldn't tell anyone about it because it's like one of those places where it's deep dish pizza and they put the cheese on the bottom next to the dough. And then they put the sauce on top and it's like, I don't know. And they're always closing for good. Like every two months, they'll be like, we, we're packing it in. And then they keep reopening. And it's so good. And I got addicted to it when uh, it's kind of in my neighborhood that I live in now. My boyfriend used to live in Alhambra. And I remember when I first started dating him, he, I was like, I was like, where do you live? And he's like, Alhambra. And I'm like, see you never. Obviously not going to wherever the fuck that is. <laughs> Sounds like it's like the Scheherazade or whatever, but it's actually not that far. Anyway, it's in Alhambra. And it's, 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 I associate it with the, you know, the, the beginning of my relationship with my sweet Aww, love and it's very delicious. Hear it. Hear it. Wherever you are, we're thinking of you. He left me. Um, normal pizza. Okay. We got the, the pizza question. We got, we got the pizza question down. Really Sorry. Fast, I just, yeah. I've never had comments before in a live stream. So I'm like, I want to um, see them. Yes. Okay, what are they if What are they? Dang. What are they uh, Wait, can so, they see us? Yeah. Oh yeah, this is this is live. Someone's looking through my my room details. <laughs> they can, they I can couldn't get my you. backdrop up. I've said the F word twice and you can't edit it now. <laughs> I didn't um, know that anybody could see us. <laughs> Great. It sucks because like biscuit is right here, but you can't hear you. Get biscuit. Biscuit. <laughs> What are the questions? Tell us more. Uh, okay. So, uh, Ju uh, Julian, well, okay. Julian is from France. 
Um, and oh, they, because I don't know the pronouns, uh, they ask the pizza question. And then Wendy is asking, are we going to have another Women's Night episode? Ooh, uh, no, because um, we get, um, Jenna has to hire extra security when she writes one of those. <laughs> My guess is we will have one in season three, which we've been picked up for. Let's uh, give a nice shout out to season three. I definitely think we will have one again, but we don't have one for the next set of the final season two episode. Yeah. This does yeah. seem a little more like there's <laughs> there's uh, some heavy emotions well, in this part of the season, you know, or it doesn't feel like it would fit right now. <laughs> yeah. There's yeah. there is an adventure where yeah. there, is, there yeah. is an adventure there is an where adventure. there's yeah. many, many ladies present. That's right. Oh. Babe. Way to remember. I a really good. I, I, I Yeah, a a strong, it's sort of like a reprise. Yeah, it's true. Okay. I might say. Yeah, oh, that's going to be awesome. Okay, that, well, Wendy, okay. that was an amazing question because we got a little talk. Oh, well, when are you guys shooting uh, season three? Mm-hmm. Do you know yet? Yes, mid-January-ish to mid-June-ish mm-hmm. is what we were told so far, but okay. that always can change because yeah. we still have like six months to go and things always change. change. So we'll see. Well, and how are we handling, I mean, you were talking about anxiety, uh, you know, as an arts worker, not having work in between these times. So how are we handling the anxiety of not working uh, during the next six months or so? I don't know. I work constantly, so. <laughs> you actually. You're doing stand-up every other night. on your- Amen. <laughs> I do stand-up, but it, it's... Um, I, I hadn't been booked on the road. Like I hadn't been touring and I love to go outside of the, uh, the, uh, LA area to try to try my hand at being funny to normal people. And, um, <laughs> I've had no dates and COVID was really a big issue. Like it, it reset everything. And then right when COVID ended all the, um, like the sex predators all got booked on all, all the club circuits and then they right, have right, right. after they're done. Um, so, I haven't been booked on it. And then I was like complaining to my agent. And then he was like, do you want to do an hour at flappers in three weeks? And I was like, no, I don't have an hour. I'm a fraud. (laughs) 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 Like, why aren't you booking me? Just get me in a room. Get me in front of somebody. Do you want to do an hour at flappers? Why don't you kill me then? Just murder me. No, I do not. (laughs) I don't know. I was my hour. I was just texting Mary the other day. I was having an emotional morning and I, Alice said it, like, I think it's easy to have imposter syndrome. You have success and you've, I think when we got season three, it feels like we booked work without doing anything. I mean, we did a lot in those first two seasons to help us book that season three. So it is a booking. And so it's a celebration, but I I know that um, I've even talked with Alan about this too. Like, it happens for all actors, no matter how successful you are. You just get to a point where you're like, what if I get pigeonholed? What if this is all I'm ever going to do? What if they won't see me for who I am and won't see all these other gifts I may have? What if, what if, what if? And you just kind of get lost. Yeah. A little bit, I think when you're sitting alone in the darkness, watching Stranger Things and, <laughs> yeah. and thinking, I- this is strange, my life as a human. <laughs> Right. But it doesn't really matter the length of time, to be honest. Like for me, like, you know, it can be, frankly, it could be like six days. And my, I think a lot of actors, I was just talking to a friend of mine about this. uh, 
a lot of actors feel this way, which is that I think, um, I, I think the, the, the phenomenon of like working, working in order to be able to stop working, which I think some people encounter in their professions, um, not everyone. And I, and I also would not presume that that's, this is just thing that actors experience, but I do think a lot of people I've talked to say like, yeah, you know, I, I'm working, I'm working, then I'll retire at this age and I'll stop working and then I'll get to like have my leisure time, I'll get to have my life. And I think for a lot of actors, I think we come alive in what we do, we come alive, we feel most full, we're, we're, we're the most in touch with our bodies sometimes, with ourselves, we feel directional and that I think it is, it is so playful and joyful if, if you're, if you're luck, if you're lucky and you're around great people and you're making great art that sometimes, you know, you know, I, it's six days for me. And I'm like, Oh, like, yeah. I want to feel that dimension of myself. I want to feel that I want to be inside of my body in that way. That's about more than just my own neurotic, you know, mental experience or whatever. I want to put that aside in the service of like doing something brave in front of people because it feels it's so good for me as an organism. So I get hungry, you know, I get hungry quick. I get hungry real quick. <laughs> that almond flour really doesn't do the trick. <laughs> that soggy almond flour pizza does not fill the void. But it's fine. It's also like the other job that we have is to go get rejected. Um, mm. It's the it's most the, the percentage of time we spend in our like professional lives, putting a tiny piece of our soul in front of people for it not to be stomped on, but just neglected. <laughs> which Forever, is worse which is worse <laughs> it'd be one thing if they were like you're bad but it, they literally just go like huh okay and it's like <laughs> we're not even worth responding to and that's most of our jobs it's like actually insane like it's, yeah. it's like we must be a little bit stupid and crazy to be doing this um but then the highs are so high like when we yeah. get to go to work with each other and um, yeah, like Mara said, it's like, we're so, I feel so alive. And also I get to be with these people that like roll out the red carpet for me, you know, like I feel so supported with the cast of resident alien. Like people are like, you guys are my team. You got my back in this way that is just like, doesn't happen that often, especially the women in this crew. And I think that definitely shows. Like, yeah, we do. In the <laughs> you guys are like, totally. <laughs> no, no, I was agreeing. I, I, I was just thinking about um, when we got home in April, that month was really rough because yeah. it was like uh, this fear of scarcity, like, oh, I, I, we have a whole, no, as an actor, it's sort of amazing. You don't ever get to know that you have so much time off before you work again. And because we didn't know when, when or if season three would happen, we were sort of like, hey, it was great working with you guys. Like, hope to see you soon. And then we yeah. know that if we do get a season three, it's not going to be for at least a year. And so there was this blessing in some ways where it was like, wow, I can see that for a full year, I have this opening to work on other things or, or do other things creatively or just travel or whatever. But I just remember like my first session with my therapist, like yeah. just sort of like you know overwhelmed at the anxiety that was like surfacing after not working for you know because we you're working straight for eight months yeah. not really having that much time to think about anything else and so she was like is playing asta giving you time off from being sarah and i was like 
Ugh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, like, oh, I didn't know you. How fucking dare you? I was like, I didn't know I needed time off from being Sarah. Do I need time off from being Sarah? What does that mean? Like, you know, and then it was because being Sarah is just being a human who has like taxes and health insurance, yeah. and, like needs to clean her room and needs to like fucking see her dad and like whatever. And just like go and do the things that you need to do because COVID shut us down and quarantine happened. And now we're, we finally have this year off. Oh, man. And without it sounding like, you know, we're sitting here complaining about this beautiful, wonderful life we have. It's just true about still having anxiety when you have success. And I think personally, I'd say, I think I have more anxiety now that I have success than I did when I was just waiting tables. I, sh I was like, when am I ever going to not have to wait tables? But like, that was my biggest concern. And now I have all these other, like I said, sort of imposter syndrome. Do I belong here? Will this last? Um, do people see me for who I am or whatever? And I'm sure that that's true for other people. Like Meredith said, it's probably not just for actors. It's just, we can only speak from our own experience yeah. about it. Indeed. Yeah. I feel seen not to that level, but I feel seen. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, uh, like you said, it's not just people who work in the arts industry. It's just, it's, it's anybody who is literally being a human and trying to split not necessarily personalities, but facades of themselves to make their way through life, you know, where bringing it back to waiters, you know, you're not necessarily hundred percent yourself when you're serving somebody, right. You're, you're putting on a show in a way. There's like a voice change that happens. It goes up. It goes up. Yeah. yeah. Hi, welcome. And you're like, what is happening? Yeah. <laughs> what is happening to my voice? <laughs> I'll be right on that. Yeah. Right on that, Rose. <laughs> So what, what helps all of you decompress from moments like that? Um, you know, I, obviously I'm not in a show on sci-fi or doing anything like that, but I still have to have those methods of letting go of like uh, an audition that maybe went really well, but I sunk myself into such a place that I need to snap myself right out of that. Like, what is a, what is something you like to do that helps you relax and unwind that doesn't uh, involve almond flour? Cause it'll just irritate you all the more so. Mm -hmm. um, uh, I craft a lot. <laughs> She's a maker. She's a maker. I she like makes. to get my hands in some yarn. I just do like to, I like visual stuff. So I do that a lot. And um, I watch like a lot of British cop shows because um, I like when a body goes missing in Wales. And like there's always an uncle who's got some mental problems in Wales for some reason. There's always which helps you see that like <laughs> mental problems aren't that bad, you know, it's a perspective. Yeah, I but get. like why always an uncle? Wait, he's Allison. always he's a red herring, you know what I you mean? You have to do the bit. You have to do the piece of dialogue. You can't barely remember it, but it's like he's just a lad. Is that <laughs> it? I don't know. I remember what it is. <laughs> but leave him alone. He's just leave him lad. alone. He's just a lad. He doesn't remember. <laughs> you don't remember, do you? He's Scottish now. Scottish. Look, I get get out, get off our land. I'm a Scotland, and I'm working in Wales. You think I do feel like a fish out of water? What? <laughs> what the fuck is going on in this town in Wales? Anyway, 
I watch a lot of that shit. Um, I definitely meditate as much as I can. I love tarot. I'm into that. And when I give myself the time to um, unwind the most, it's like a good workout. It's really good for my mental health and um, being in nature. I think those are some of my, like going to the ocean. I'm very fortunate to be in LA and it's only 20 minutes away. So that helps a lot. Mm. What about you, Miss Meredith? Mm. Um, well, yes, I like to run like the sad rat that I am. And um, anything, that, anything that engages my body from the neck down, like mm -hmm. anything physical that makes me sweat and takes me out of this is aces number one. Um, I also have been recently, like you were saying, like, you know, you have an audition and you have to like let it go or whatever. I've recently been having this thought come over and over that at one point I thought was really sacrilegious, but now I think is kind of the answer and the maybe not the answer, but an answer, which is this doesn't mean anything. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't mean that it's not wonderful. It doesn't mean that it's not that it couldn't heal the planet, that you can't make art that heals the planet. It doesn't mean that you what you're doing doesn't matter. It just means that the impact of one audition or one like one choice or whatever that it means in as far as what you are doing on the planet and what you're doing with your day and what you're feeling it doesn't mean anything about you it has nothing yeah. to do with you and that's sort of like reframing not saying like i don't care about this because i do care i care a hundred percent while i'm there but then when it's done it's like this doesn't mean anything now i have to be in the room that i'm in with the people that i'm in and be awake and alive and take in yeah life because otherwise you are a specter you're not a full person you're a person waiting on someone to give you permission to live and that's yes. it's not that's not okay it's not it's like being a conspiracy theorist tinfoil hat person to believe that your self-worth comes from your job and the, the the jobs that you do get or the jobs that you don't get especially as an actor because it's like there's so much going on in the pachinko machine beyond your control beyond you beyond even the people that are casting something that yeah. it's it has so little to do with you literally and what has to do with you is right in front of you right like the present moment that you're in the people that you're with and so you're looking to this other source to be like this i need to i need information about myself am i worthwhile what is my path in life am i going to die tomorrow and you're asking the wrong thing you're thinking yeah. that there's this whole conspiracy going on about you and you're like and meanwhile, you're like, you know, your cat's like, fucking feed me, bitch. You know, like, yeah, right exactly. Yeah. Your dog is rolling around on the bed being precious. And I have the most, the world's most precious dog. And second, well, so does Sarah, Sarah Tomko. But, but, you know, I'm partial to my, my little boy. But like, there he is rolling around on the bed in his perfect body filled with love. And I'm like, what could I possibly want more? You know what I mean? I have so much abundance. How could I possibly be, you know, turn my eyes away from all of this light in front of me? It helps take a little of the edge off. It does to just reground in your, in your life. I wonder if there's something in the air, Mary, because recently I had that sort of epiphany while I was traveling this month, being with family and friends that I haven't been able to spend quality time with in a long time because of COVID. And I remember having that thought, like, if this is it for my career, like who cares? Like I've got this great family. I've got these friends. Like I I'm, I'm, my life is full. I feel 
I'm in my present body. I'm taking in the world around me as it is today. And I am, I am, whether I'm happy or sad, it's I'm alive. And I, I, I also just had that sort of epiphany recently, like, not that I don't care, I do care, but in the long grand scheme of things, I just want to be fulfilled, uh, whatever that means for me in this moment. Mm-hmm. And, and also the reminder that um, uh, I've been really using lately as like a mantra, which is like, we're floating on a ball in the sky. Yeah in a giant galaxy that is endless. If you recently saw that stuff that came out recently. Oh my God. (laughs) Like when I remember how tiny I am in comparison to the world, it actually is comforting. I'm like, oh, thank you for relieving me of having to be big right now. I just want to be small and intact and be who I am. Yeah. And when you have those moments, it's amazing because it lasts for three seconds. I already cast the thing that I was on. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) You're like, right. oh my God. It's both. It's both, Deadline right? alert. Fuck. It's both. It's both. Yeah. It's both. You're allowed to want, want and whatever. It's just a reflection of wanting to share your art with the world, but also, you know. Just his freaking. daughter. <laughs> I, I'm so glad, Meredith, that you brought that up because, I mean, really quick, I felt the same thing this last summer when I had spoken to Sarah about, you know, like, the uh, struggle with my day job and, you know, getting pinned for things, getting up to it and then nothing, and, you know, just like constant rejection to the point where like I foolishly and actors don't ever do this. I sent my materials to the agency that casted resident alien saying like, Hey, you know, heard season three's coming up. Uh, just throwing my hat in the ring. Oh, hey, good. You know, the interest. And then I like went to the lowest low that afternoon. Like that huh. was the most idiotic thing you've ever done. Why? Yeah. So, I'm sitting on the porch and you've uh, done way worse. <laughs> it's, yeah, on this show today. <laughs> see? No. Sorry, sorry. See? Keep going. See? You were saying something you earlier. See the blood? You see the blood? It's starting to, from the bullet wound. It's like it just just missed the heart. Uh you're sitting no, on the porch. <laughs> I'm sitting on the porch and my girlfriend says, Hey, let's come 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 coach me to rollerblade again. Cause she had hurt her knee and uh. we couldn't rollerblade for a little bit. Uh, so I'm, I've been teaching how to rollerblade or something I've loved doing since I was a kid. And that moment was us rollerblading around a parking lot. The sun's going down and I fell in love with her again as she's <laughs> kind of giraffing it across the asphalt. But it was the, the best that she's killing it, too. But it, that was one of those moments where I, I thought the same thing. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's that's so stupid. Why am I why am I putting myself down for that? And then the Google alert for the telescope thing came up. and I was like, yeah. That no, none of this really <laughs> has any impotence on on the rest of the world. So, uh, no, Merritt, like, thank you for for bringing that up because that was something that I had a, a bit of a revelation about, you know, a couple months ago. So, also uh, good for yeah. you. Yes, good for you. You got to ask for what you want. You did a good thing. I'm just putting yeah, it out. Like, you just got to. Yeah. Well, that could ah. bring, that could get you in the door, right? You never and, know, dude. True. But true. like, you have true. to be. You have to be willing to fall flat on your face as an actor over and over again. That's what Alice was talking about, the rejection. It's like, why do we keep doing this? Like we keep literally walking in the room and making fools of ourselves. But that is that is truthful. It's honest. And, you know, good for you to send it in and see. You never know. Yeah, just anything that gets me out of the uh, the adult film industry fluffing business that that's great because sure. I mean, but you're so good at it, so it's like you are the best. You are the best. 
it's the, the forearms, but the callus is ruined. You know, like if you have a brush with short bristles, oh, what good is the callus. brush? Like it just, it doesn't really work that way. Uh, but I'm going to get off of that tangent. Uh, <laughs> Brett, you, you opened that fucking can of worms. I know. Wide. Oh my God. You opened the um, bottom and the top. <laughs> Yo. Anyway, uh, Goose Fraba. Um, what, what, what else did I, what that? what'd you oh, say? Any, we, what was, yeah, that was amazing. What Goose Fraba. Oh, you guys have, You've never seen anger management with Adam Sandler when they're like they're switching their 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 emotional pivot or they're trying to change direction. They're like Gusfraba. No, what does no. it mean? Oh. I, yeah. I I don't know. It's it's something Yiddish, maybe. I don't know. Like you just... should look it up. Watch anger management because it's hilarious. But it's just I we bring it up in our daily vernacular uh, as you know servers and bartenders. So, um, but it's just a way of like yeah, next phase Gusfraba. Um, but uh oh my god it's 2 30 already i just how how much time does everybody have because i don't want to take up i said an hour yeah good yeah maybe a few more minutes yeah Yeah. let's let's do a few more yeah i just want to see uh what you have in store for the rest of the year before obviously you shoot season three like what are you excited about are you going back to scotland mayor uh alice do you have do you have tour dates in denver like you said uh you were possibly thinking Look, of- i don't control tour dates in denver unfortunately it's up to the um people i told you to call the i told you to call comedy works and ask for me uh, by name this is what is on you oh i did it's on you all right um i am starting a, i am starting a podcast i have my old podcast is coming back um treks in the city is coming back in yes. a couple weeks recording on friday and I started a Patreon and I did my first, I, I recorded my first episode. It's just me by myself. It's fucking terrifying to me. Cause I like, it's just, you're just unhinged when you're by yourself. You're like, is this funny? And then you just kind of go gradually more and more crazy. And I wanted to do something that was like the most in my head, in my head voice that I could possibly do. And uh, it's kind of an experiment. So I started that and I'm doing flappers in three weeks and in Burbank, if anybody wants to come to me, see me do an hour. Me, oh, yeah. I, when? <laughs> Tell me when. I want to come. Oh God, she wants to come. <laughs> um, I want you to come to it as well. And it is. Let me literally tell you right now, so that I can promote to anyone who lives. Yeah, in I want to. I'm writing it down. Anyone who is watching this podcast in, in the LA area. If you do, if you don't come to her show at Flappers, I'm going to be really, really sad so why am i so yeah reticent to <laughs> all right it looks like it's gonna be um a week is it a weekend or is it just a week it's 9 23 it says here so i think it's probably oh, just the 23rd of, of september don't sarah don't even wait fucking... september yeah not august yeah september yeah i can, I can... all right september 23rd everybody come on out to flappers burbank I Bring your own food to Burbank, to be honest, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but the comedy's great. <laughs> Actually, they Flappers probably yeah. has the best food in Burbank. They've got a Bob's Big Boy, you know. Yeah, they do have a Bob's Big Boy, oh. and yeah, they even have Bob's Small Boy. But you can't see him because he's behind the big. He's boy. really, really he's right behind the big boy. He's hiding. He's, he's hiding behind the big boy. Great, because of what happened last week. Mommy, hurry, mommy. <laughs> <laughs> no hurry mommies come on out to Bur- burbank flappers mommies you gotta hurry <laughs> hurry mommy 
Um, <laughs> coming up on my favorite time of year, which is the fall. I love the fall. I love the holidays. Uh, it starts with my birthday, then Halloween, then Thanksgiving, then Christmas, and all the things. So I'm excited about that. I, if I'm not working on some other gig, I will be here in LA, just like loving on all the holiday time. So that's what I'll be doing until until then all of a sudden it's January and we're back in Vancouver. <laughs> Freezing to death. Freezing. Just discovering the uncle of the child. He's got some <laughs> mental problems. <laughs> but he loves that lad. That's a little hairy. That's the problem. Love he loves him. <laughs> he wouldn't hurt a hair. He wouldn't hurt a hair on someone's head. <laughs> Get out. Leave. Now. One of our staff right now is really upset. Well, go then. <laughs> go. But it's I'm waiting go for then. the Scottish comments to light up. <laughs> the Scottish switchboard <laughs> lights up with the sound of a bagpipe. We're trying to. All right, Meredith, Mer- what, is, what do you got planned? Yeah, uh, what do you, plan yeah, what are you up to? I'm coming to my show. Let's see. Oh, my husband's entered the chat. Um, hi, babe. Danny. Um, hi, husband. Danny's in the room. Here, come pop on. I've got, I've got, let's see, I'm going to, the end of August into September is going to be a me time. It's going to be a working on myself and getting in, just getting in full form and it, come here and full form and alignment and look it. Oh, hi. Hello. Live stream. They can see you on the internet. (laughs) I didn't know that either. He, um, and then and then I think it's going to be, a, uh, I, I suspect it's going to be me moving around, doing a bunch of bingo, bango crap in the fall. And then yeah. maybe a holiday break. And then we go back to work. So I, it's unclear what my fall is going to look like. Because, yeah. you know, we work in the entertainment industry mm-hmm. where they like to tell you what you're doing the day before you leave. So you wait. And you sew and you eat your almond dough and you live your life and try not to go crazy. Also, you have that cooking show, right? That's coming up where it's like right. you're cooking and then kind of like halfway through the recipe, you're like, you know what? Forget it. Right. So September 24th at Flappers, I'm doing a hour long cooking special. Um, if you have to go to one or the other, if you don't want to go to Flappers, if you don't want to go to Burbank two days in a row, um, please come to Burbank on the 24th for my, that's not true. I don't have a cooking show and I'm in New York right now. Please don't go to Alice's show on the 23rd. I'm sorry. That was a stupid joke. That could you really never know your audience. You never know what's going to happen on my show on the 23rd. Yeah. Like Alice she says she's in New York, but maybe we're going to try to get her come here. Yeah. yeah. That's what she said she would yeah. do. It's not on the calendar. Little, I can have you open for me. It's just a bowl wow. of flax or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah, it's just like, crying. and then you just want to put the water. Hey. You know what? Fuck it. Hey, everybody! I'm opening for Alice. <laughs> My joke is that I really want everyone to like me. <laughs> I'm vegan. <laughs> but at, in LA, they'd be like, "That bit has legs." In LA, that's like what everybody wants. Dog, <laughs> that's LA comedy, pretty much. You just. Did well, I want to see song. you do it is what I want. That's what I want. I want to come to, I'm going to see Sarah in a, in a, in a week and a half's time. We're going to have, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, and then maybe I'll be back to LA for a little bit. I would actually like to be back to LA. So maybe I center it around that flapper show. You could, Bebop. you could take the Bebop Express. I yeah. could take the Bebop Express. I would really I do it like that a lot. Yeah. We're making plans. 
Tyler, make it stop. We can't stop. We're in a cycle. Of I'm going to, I'm going to, I can't, I can't make this. Look at that. Look at this. We can't stop. <laughs> Ever, <laughs> this is not low for anybody at all. Yes. Mm, okay. He's like, I hate that I did this. I hate that I did this. No. I hate that I did this. I love every second. Mer- Meredith, like, you, you didn't know this was a live stream? No, I thought like it was a podcast. Like I thought it was like a podcast. Like we get back together and then we do like a podcast and we talk and you'll edit out the crazy and no one will see any of this shit. Can you edit out everything in my room? Um, <laughs> yeah, frame I know. By frame. It could be not a live stream and you're just pretending it is. And there's like pretending? an animated thing next to you and you're like, yeah, it's totally live. Yeah, there are no comments. It's just yeah. me and my other person. Wendy. Yeah. When you wanted to know. Yeah. Any more questions from your live streaming? Yeah. Uh, final question, maybe? Let's see. Ooh, that one. We we're not gonna ask that one. That's a okay. little no. Uh here's a good one. How difficult was it to um to, to work essentially on the resident alien set during the pandemic? That'll be the the kind of wrap-up production question I have on there. Was if it you can recall? Wait, well, no, but you you uh no because i said it would be for season two right because it was still kind of yeah yeah well yeah yeah we we shut down march 13th 2020 and then Mm -hmm. we weren't sure when we would we had two weeks left of shooting season season one one. and then we got a call in july and we had to come back in august which was like the height of the pandemic so we (laughs) mayor and i have a picture we have goggles on and masks and i think we even wore gloves to the we airport did. we the, did the flight attendant not even the flight attendant the person i was also there the so it was Corey. no um yes Corey was there too yes Corey. well i'm, I'm just saying at the at the top when mary and i showed uh, yeah other, the person yeah. who checked us in was like i'm gonna take a picture of you guys so you can see how ridiculous you look and yeah. we we're like, we're scared and it's unsafe to fly and we don't know what's happening in the world they told us we can't get covered or we'll ruin the show we have to wear goggles I mean, that's the truth we really had a huge all of us had so much anxiety because you don't want to be the one you don't want to show up and then give COVID to everybody and then you have to be out for two weeks and then it yeah. stalls whatever anyway we had to go back we had to quarantine for two weeks but Alice and Levi made it real nice for us when we were all living in the same building called The Level in Vancouver. And they thought while we're here, we're going to do a radio show that only we can hear so we can feel like we're all together on this. And they played incredible music. They would do it for an hour every day we were in quarantine. And it just made us feel like we were connected without being able to touch, even though Meredith and I were two balcony, I mean, a balcony away. And meanwhile, we're sending each other like pickles. I'm giving her the garlic that I can't eat. She's sending me toothpaste. And I was like, why didn't we think of like a ladder? No, I really wanted to violate all the COVID rules and just climb down the balcony, but I didn't. We, she I didn't. didn't. We yeah. followed the rules. And then Allison Levi gave us the most amazing level AM show that still continues every once in a while to this day. Yeah, we try to do it on we weekends. They'll do a radio show for us. And it's, I don't know. So that's how we handled the first part. And then going back to season two, protocol was just generally like strict and. Yeah scary and nobody wanted to mess it up and i think the hardest part was not being able to interact with the crew the same way because they were very much like 
here comes, here comes the A team and they would have to part the C's. And in some ways, you know, I remember Alan and I being like, this feels regal and also very sad. Yeah. <laughs> feels <laughs> like we're walking down a red carpet every time we go to work and no one can touch us because we're lepers or something. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what I'd have to say about the experience. You guys, your turn. Same. I mean, it just made things a lot more. It just made everything take longer that, you know, it just it really threw a wrench into things it's not an art form that works really well with like lots of isolation and separation it's not the way that this it's a it's a community it's art by committee you know and so we being having to be always sequestered it's just not i mean it just masks pretty much when we're on set that's the only barrier between us but it made it so that like um there was testing protocols and other things like we couldn't have guests on set um things like that it was just really limited normally we get set visits from all sorts of people and it it just mm. so um not i'm not pro pandemic i guess end of the day it's yeah it turns, turns out i'm not pro pandemic <laughs> turns out hmm, kind of a bummer and like you know some of the stuff that you have to do you have to do it because everyone's trying really hard to find a way to figure out how to keep it keep everybody safe and keep the show moving Mm. But also some, sometimes you're like, how is this like, you know, everyone's isolating and wearing masks and whatever. And then we all take our masks off and like lick each other's face. And we're like, yeah, because that's, that's a scene, you know? So a little bit, it was, there were times where it's, it's just like, I know, I know everyone is doing everything they can to keep us safe. And I know we're, what we're doing is helping us all stay safe. And then also there are these moments where then we just all like by nature of what we do, you know, we can't do what we do with a mask on. And so there's this, there's this constant give and take of like, yeah, hey, we keep you as safe as we can until you gotta take Minimi the mask it, off. Yeah. You have to you do know. so much to minimize the harm of the face licking. There was one <laughs> scene where Alan and I, I don't know who, how this worked out, but he had to drink from my coffee cup. And it's not like we switched cups or stopped. Like he was drinking from when I would take a sip. And I'm like, this surely cannot be part of protocol. <laughs> But we but it's, tested. it's what we have to do that day. And yeah. you know, fortunately, That's why you test. we were able to make it through both the end of season one and season two unscathed. I don't believe anybody was nobody got it. Yeah. Affected in a way that like caused us to, you know, stop production. We were able to really continue on. And that was so we were grateful to have such protocols in place to keep it safe and smooth, but it definitely slowed things down for sure. Yeah. But I still, I still looked everyone's face and every take yeah. and the fact that they didn't use any of that footage, <laughs> yeah, because I felt that it was very grounded in character yeah. and they didn't use one face lick. And I was like, you know what? Fine. Creative differences. Yeah. On days when she wasn't <laughs> on this call sheet at all, she'd be. You just show up and. Yeah. It's, it's, I'm a method. I don't want to hear it. It's like running in. <laughs> Did they have like a shorthand for a crew to call? Yeah. There was people with like <laughs> nets. There was people with nets. <laughs> Mary, I can't unsee her. what just happened. <laughs> uh, listeners, you know, picture, if you're not watching this first. on YouTube, picture a chainsaw made of tongues. And that's the repetitive <laughs> like speed that Meredith can replicate. Please, please, I beg you, anyone, please don't turn that into a gift or something awful just let's all forget let's all forget yeah let's say something funny distract everybody please well i i, I like 
to shoot Resident Alien with my friends. <laughs> Not even. Um, as we're wrapping this up, because I, I mean, I want to let you guys go and enjoy your day, but also like my face hurts from laughing so much. Uh, what is if there's something you you want to bring up for the end of this this podcast? But is there something you want to promote? Want to give a shout out to? Uh, that will go along with this uh, live stream, with this podcast episode? I just posted today, I don't know if you know this, but Taylor Blackwell, who plays Harry's daughter, um, she's also a singer and she has a remastered song that came out today called So Sweetly. And it's just this cute little like punk rock type style song. And I posted about it. So if you didn't know, now you know, go check out Taylor Blackwell's music. Love that. Love that for you. Yeah. I love it. I love I it for love you. It. It's I right. love to listen to her. I can't wait to listen to her. Can't. Can't. Right. I would say if you're watching this right now, make sure that you're registered to vote in yes. the midterms coming up. There's a midterm election November that 8th. will basically determine um it will determine the fate of uh, the world like it's like super avengers style thanos i think is running somewhere so <laughs> and i'm not being partisan you can vote for thanos if you want but there are candidates who will take your abortion rights away and there's candidates who will restore them and just check those out where you live because it's really important and i'm kind of excited about like the next because every election is the most important of our lifetime and people get so sick of that and it's like yeah, because that's what voting is. Yeah. <laughs> you got to keep participating. It's not a fucking monarchy. People are just like, oh, it's always important. Yeah. yeah. That's the whole. Yeah. That's how it works. We have, a, we have a voice. That's and they, they keep going. Yeah. Oh, I'm so what, two years from now, there's going to be another. Yes. <laughs> anyway. Yes. That's my promote. They should have you in front of the voting booths. Just, just. Just That's let illegal. it go all day. Literally me day. in front of the voting booth. Just illegal. you. Yeah. It's carpet bagging. I don't know. <laughs> what are you promoting there? Your turn. <laughs> well, I well, on that, on that token, there's a great organization that I have uh volunteered with a couple of times and will be volunteering with on Thursday. But if you do feel sometimes like there is nothing you can do about what's going on and it feels unreachable, a really amazing thing to do is get involved with a group called Knock for Democracy. They do grassroots calling. They talk to people on the ground in elections where the vote is crucial to the uh, safety and well-being of all of our citizens. Um, and they do it with compassion and love for everyone that's part of the ethos. They do it for, with compassion and love for every person that they speak to, regardless of what their politics are. Um, and they have helped, truly helped to move the needle um, and engage people who felt like um, like they weren't being heard or they didn't matter. And you, you I, I feel the reverberations of the work they do. And, you know, I've, I've volunteered with them a handful of times, but I'm very, very inspired by what they're doing. And I have a lot of friends who are in leadership there. And um, so if you have a minute and you want to try and, and you want to actually do something with your, with your, with your body or your time, knock for democracy, you can find info about them on Instagram that you can get to their website. You can sign up for a session where you they'll train you they give you all the information that you need it's really easy and user friendly and then you can you can get to calling and talking to some people and sharing some compassion and humanity and maybe we can uh maybe we can uh you know put out a tiny bit of this dumpster you fire wanna, 
Merritt, do you want to reenact a call really quick? <laughs> um, you do Knock for Democracy what it's like to call, and I'll do the um, I'll do the person picking up. Oh God, this okay. isn't going to go well for me because I really don't want to misrepresent them. Okay, the well, just, do, just do it how you normally, okay. except I, without Knock for Democracy. They pick up and you say, hi, I'm, I'm Meredith. I am, I'm, I'm calling you from uh, Knock for Democracy today in regards to the XYZ election coming up. Um, oh, hi. Hi. Um, <laughs> and I was just wondering if I could have a minute, uh, is it, would it be okay to, could I have a minute of your time to talk to you a little bit, to ask you a couple questions about this upcoming XYZ election? Well, I'm busy because I got, um, I have these squirrels and I'm honestly you know have you ever raised squirrels before because I've got a couple that I've raised squirrels a lot you know um and these squirrels that I'm raising now I I feel like they're kind of um they're not they're in you know they're like uh they're pair bonded with each other um but also at the same time they're kind of I think they're trained to procreate. I don't know. It's just kind of an issue. So anyway, what, what you calling about? Ma'am, ma'am, are these Alaskan gray squirrels? Yeah, that's right. That's the kind that they are. Um, if they, if they, you need to get out of the house. Oh gosh. Wow. Well, I don't, I don't, get, I don't have a house. I actually live in a hollowed out tree stump with the squirrels, obviously. <laughs> Come on now. What are you, um. All right now, now, now. What am I wearing? I'm glad you asked. I'm wearing an, <laughs> that apron, is not. an apron in the front, an apron, another apron in the back, and another apron tied up and as a as like the front, like a halter. Thanks for asking. <laughs> See, it's really easy. It's, <laughs> I am not affiliated with Knock for Democracy. I'm only a, a volunteer. So don't <laughs> get it. Don't get it twisted. It's obviously very easy. It's so easy. It's wonderful. And I'm volunteering with him on Thursday. So join me. <laughs> yes. That I'll say. <laughs> was a brilliant, brilliant um, fictionalized version of what they do. Uh, I'm just going to keep clearing it out for Meredith's sake. So no one can Nothing like what it's they do. Always yeah. easier than that. It's, it's not, <laughs> never anywhere near it's, that. It's, it's not, that's, you know, just, um, yeah, uh, we're pretending acting that, that kind of thing. Right. That's a, that's a thing. That but look happening. how good she is at it. Uh, <laughs> I'm the squirrel now. <laughs> Gorgeous. Okay. That oh will God, be I'm a meme. Too horny. That, that will be a meme. <laughs> um, God, how do you even pivot away from that? You know, I yeah, you, you can't. Goose Fraba? Baba Guabalaba. Baba Guabalaba. That's that's it. Baba Guabalaba. That's how you live. That's how you do. Now we're gonna do those um awkward goodbyes, right? Isn't that what yes. end it? So uh Baba Guabalaba, now it's stuck in my head. Uh we are going to <laughs> end this live stream live stream meredith i'm so i feel really bad that you didn't know it was a live stream by the way uh but, don't worry about it <laughs> but nothing went wrong so it's cool, oh, it's uh, really cool. what we're gonna do now is sorry alice i got stuck in the voice we're gonna do what we call awkward goodbye okay, oh, okay. sounds down. good yeah three right. two one and when i point <laughs> oh shit <laughs> Dang it! She oh like my it. God, Alice! Okay. Alice, how did Alice? How did you get in here? Oh my! Bye. Oh. <laughs>
So that ends our Resident Alien reunion live stream. I want to thank all of you guys for watching, for listening. Please give this show a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Give it a like. Give it a subscribe. Subs- subscribe to the YouTube channel, too, if you wouldn't mind. Uh, but, yeah, this was a lot of fun. Thank you for <laughs> thank you to everybody for tuning in. Uh, God, my face really does hurt from laughing. And, uh, yeah, 